If you keep telling yourself that I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, like that's your self-talk and that's what you're going to create in your reality. You're going to, your brain is going to focus on events to make you believe that you are stuck. Whereas Mm -hmm. if you shift that and you start saying, like just rephrasing, not ignoring your reality, but just rephrasing your self-talk and saying things like, I am finding my path. It feels so much more empowering. And then events will start to shift and your brain will start to focus on things to give you opportunities to find your purpose, your passion your path. What's up my beautiful friends and welcome to the Glow Podcast where we discuss confidence, mindset, manifestation and so much more. My name is Mariana and I am here to help you banish your negative thinking and limiting doubts so that you can glow in all aspects of your life. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What's up beautiful friends? Welcome to another episode of the Glow Podcast. Today I'm coming to you from sunny Uluvatu. We have a room right on the beach and if you listen really closely you can hear the ocean waves and it's so beautiful and so calming and yeah it's just gonna be such a wonderful back background music for today's episode. Today's episode is so special because I have a wonderful, wonderful girl joining me today. Her name is Jasmine. Just like my one of my favorite Disney princess characters, Jasmine from Aladdin. I don't know if you guys saw that movie. I absolutely love it. She is an incredible person. She is a life coach, a YouTube content creator, a podcast host, an author, and just an overall incredible, incredible human being and such a sunshine. So I hope this episode brings you so much value. We talked about manifestation, how she started manifesting, how she overcame her eating disorder, what she did to become a life coach, and so much more. This episode is incredible, and I hope you enjoy it just as much as I did. Let's get right into it. Jasmine, welcome to the Glow Podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. (laughs) I'm so excited to hear more about you, about your journey, about what got you to be in Bali to be doing what you do and I'm just so excited where this podcast will take us so let's get right into it I would just like to ask you first of all when did you get on to this manifestation and law of attraction journey like when was it that you, you got this impulse to just follow your intuition and do what excites you and just go for it I think actually most of my life I've been doing this where if I get excited about something I will just go for it and believe in myself because I'm influenced by my mum. She yeah, she really influenced me. She always told me and my dad like go for your dreams like you can do it um, no matter your age and I didn't even know but I was like practicing law of attraction even in school like I would visualize my outcome and then I'd get it like I'd receive an award just by visualizing and take inspired action and I wasn't um, um, aware that I was practicing law of attraction until about two years ago 2018 I had like this spiritual awakening and I was like well like well I've been doing this and it works and I can teach others like you know visualization inspired action and all of this tied into law of attraction and manifestation so just really passionate about it that's so beautiful and what was what got you into it did you read a book or did you listen to a podcast or how did you even you know intentionally start yeah I think it was the secret oh my god I had the same one I read that book and that's what got me started guys read the book the secret it is incredible not the movie I didn't like the movie did you watch the movie no just the book book. like really just read the book it's yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it was that. And also podcast. I don't remember exactly which ones, but 
I've been listening to podcasts for like two, three years now and you know, there were always guests and people talking about us. So I was like, I want to do some research. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, just passionate. And I think it just comes through. Like, me mm-hmm. as a channel, it just comes through. I'm just always drawn to it. Mm-hmm. So when you just focus on what you're drawn to mm-hmm. and what excites you, like, it just, everything comes through you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's actually really interesting that you say that because I get many DMs daily from people saying that they don't actually know what excites them they they don't know what they want to do they don't know what their passion is what would you say to people like that who don't like you say follow your excitement what excites you but what if people say that they are stuck they don't know what to do great question I would say firstly if you keep telling yourself that I'm stuck I'm stuck I'm stuck like that's your self-talk and that's what you're going to create in your reality you're going to your brain is going to focus on events to make you believe that you are stuck whereas Mm -hmm. if you shift that and you start saying like just rephrasing not ignoring your reality but just rephrasing your self-talk and saying things like I am finding my path it feels so much more empowering and then events will start to shift and your brain will start to focus on things to give you opportunities to find your purpose your passions your path Mm -hmm. so I'd say that and then I'd say to find your passions just experiment Mm -hmm. like have as many life experiences as possible and for example like I made videos did podcasts went traveling like did wrote books like everything and I found ah like I just can't help but be drawn to manifestation self-love I love writing I love making podcasts I realized these things through experience just Mm -hmm. trying as many things as possible so beautiful and I loved what you said about rephrasing what you talk like what you say to yourself because I think that before I started this manifestation journey myself I didn't realize how much my words actually affected me like what I said to myself on a daily basis and most of the time I didn't even realize I was saying it like such limiting beliefs only in the sentences you say so for example I'm going to give an example relating to money I would say for example oh my god that's too expensive or something and that that just created so much tension within myself because it created a lack and it made me feel like oh I can't afford it whereas now I don't ever use the word expensive because I just it's just too limiting for me so now I say like oh that's overvalued or something because that makes me feel like you know what I could give the money for it I'm choosing not to at the moment I'm choosing to put it into something else and if I find it at a value that resonates with me I'm gonna get it so that's just one example of you know changing the words you say and how beneficial it can be you know, for your well-being and for your journey for actually going forward and growing in that sense. So I thought that was so beautiful that you say that. I also know that you're a life coach. That is so interesting to me. How did you, because you're only, you're so young, you're 22, 22, that's incredible. And you're a life coach. How did you get to be a life coach? Yeah, so I had like two, three years ago, I had no idea that it existed, like you could be a life coach. It only came through, like the idea came through when I started, like when I was ready to be on this path. And I was just like making YouTube videos and people always like message me, like really vulnerable messages, like how can you help me and all this. And then my mom came to me one day, she was like, Hey Jazz, my friend told me that you'd make a great life coach. Just one day, it was like end of 2018, and I was like, life coach? What's that? I did some research. I was like, oh, this sounds so exciting. This is like everything I'm passionate about. But yeah, I was 20 at the time, and I was like, 
still my learning beliefs took over a bit like fear because I thought I'm too young no one will take me seriously like who's gonna have hire a 20 year old life coach so I put it off like I at the time I chose fear um, then 2019 comes, I start traveling, like solo traveling the world, and I did a lot more self-discovery, like inner child healing, learning about my attachment style, all these things, um, fear of abandonment, and I got just really clear on what my wounds are, how I can start healing, and I really believe that because I just had a more awareness around that, I kind of my level of consciousness went up to a different level where again I received the idea to become a life coach again it was like mid 2019 I was like I just couldn't sleep without thinking about it it was just Mm -hmm. in my head I was like you know what jazz it's now or never like you might as well just give it a go because if you're passionate about it like god the universe will provide for Mm -hmm. you like if you are aligned you're always provided for so so just go for it there's nothing to lose nothing to lose and so I searched online, I was like, life coaching courses, and I came across Beautiful You life coaching course, and I was like, yes, let's just do it, Jasmine, let's do it. Um, the investment into it is going to come back to me multiplied, like, that's my mantra as well, uh-huh. when I invest, like, I love that. yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to come back multiplied times 30. Mm-hmm. So the course started then in October last year, and I graduated in April this year. Oh, so it was online? Yeah, online, all online, six months, and... And yeah, then I started guidance sessions, my program, and it's just been amazing. Like, I feel more in alignment than ever. And I've really now just come to know that when you follow your, like, what lights you up, your soul purpose, what feels in alignment with you and your values, you're always provided for because there's more than enough space for you on this planet. Hmm. Yeah. I love that you said that, the last thing you said, because I have a similar story as you just not with life coaching I always wanted to act and I always had so many limiting beliefs ever since I was little that you know it will never happen da, da, da. and now I wanted to start and now I'm 21 and I was like oh it's too late for me you know like you have to start young and I don't even have proper training and da 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 da, da. and the brain just goes you know and makes up so many limiting beliefs but I love that you said like stop letting fear control your life and ultimately you have nothing to lose if you try and if you feel if it's something that's keeping you up at night and you feel such a longing to do something it is clear it's so clear that the universe is trying to say something and guiding you in a in like a specific direction so just follow your intuition follow your gut and go for it and it can never go wrong it can never go wrong because you're always like you said going to be guided you're going to be supported and ultimately there is no competition and there's space for everyone in this world to do what excites them what lights them up just like you said I love that you said said that yeah yeah absolutely and I think what stops a lot of people from going after their dreams is like fear of judgment I think that comes up a lot yes I've experienced that my clients do and even like for me at this when I like um enrolled in that coaching course like things came up I was like what if people like comment this because I was growing my YouTube channel and I had already received negative comments in the past but but then I remembered you know what this criticism or this negative judgment has nothing to do with me um and then because I've experienced it before so I'd already have like a back spine to stand up against that or just to ignore it like you know it's not me um and then when I did transition more into life coaching, I got a bit more negative comments. But then I, I only saw that as like 
their insecurity projected onto me. Like everyone at some point receives negative judgment or even if it's from family, but just know that it's not about you. Like it's mm-hmm. about they they see something in you that they are unable to realize within themselves. Mm-hmm. Like they are it's a reflection of them, their judgment. And so I just send them love, like peace be with you, (laughs) love be with you. I focus on my loving community or those who already love me, just like my family, my boyfriend, that's enough. Like that's, that's all I really need. And then there's my community, which is such a bonus. So focus on those who love you and support you. Don't be like when you're 80 years old, looking back on your life and living it because someone made a negative comment on your photo and living for that like live a life you really want to have lived like be imagine yourself you're 80 years old how do you want to have lived your life and then that's so beautiful you are such a like sunshine such a ray of light do you ever have times where you're not feeling so positive and optimistic just do you ever definitely um even like the a few weeks ago I had a day where like I woke up and just the inner critic took center stage it was like Jasmine you're not doing good enough like who are you to be a life coach it came up um but then I these things can come up it's like a way of self-sabotage we sabotage ourselves and it happens to everyone when things are going especially well, maybe wonderful relationship, wonderful career, and then you'll hear the inner critic one day because it's self-sabotage. But you know it's because you're up-leveling. Like, it's because you're doing so well that your inner critic, your ego starts to freak out a little bit, but it's just a little bit. And as long as you can focus and gain control again over your thoughts, like, let it pass, feel what you need to, anxiety, sadness, whatever it is, it will pass. And remember, you can always control your self-talk. Um, so just know that it's actually you up-leveling and it's okay to have down days, sad days. It'll pass and yeah, you're just up-leveling. That's beautiful to hear because like you said, like I'm also, I would say most of the time, really grateful, positive, optimistic. But sometimes I also have just days where, you know, I'm human. We're all human and we're having this human experience. And sometimes I just also have this inner judge and so many of my childhood like traumas and come up and just feeling not good enough like I'm not doing enough and I actually interesting that you said that because I had the same thing last week or maybe two weeks ago where I just felt like oh I'm not delivering enough I'm not good enough at what I do and it was just so so limiting for myself and it did not feel good at all so like you said I really recommend in those times to actually feel what you need to feel don't suppress it don't try to like really in a contraction tension try to be happy and smile just feel it just chill let it go and yeah it it will it will leave like the next day I was fine but do you you by any chance have any specific things you do like do you do like a self-care ritual or something or what do you do when those times come yeah, great question. Um, I definitely prioritize time to towards self-care, like maybe going to the beach because I'm in Olatu now. Or a, a one practice I love, I always turn to, is the inner child practice, which is where I'll see a little jasmine in my heart and we all have our inner child living inside of us and who has unmet needs still, so we're still healing our inner child. Um, I'll place my hands on my heart and I'll imagine little baby Jasmine in there and I'll speak to her like, I'll just speak to her and I wouldn't say mean things to little Jasmine or any other little child or baby. Yeah, so I'd say, Jasmine, you are good enough. You are seen. You are doing amazing. And this is just part of reparenting because 
no one's parent is perfect. We all have certain needs that are unmet by our parent because, yeah, just no one is perfect. Even I'm not perfect. I won't be a perfect parent. So when we have these unmet needs, we can't expect our parents to change and give those needs to us now, but we can be our own parent to ourselves and we can say to ourselves, like a little inner child, you are good enough, you're doing amazing and you're doing great. Or if you're a visual person, you can take out a photo of yourself, a baby photo. Yeah, it's healing. It's really, I love that practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did that. uh, I had a baby photo of myself in my wallet like a couple years back when I started therapy and every time I would feel really critical about myself, especially in my eating disorder days, I would take out the photo and I would say, Mariana, would you be this mean to this little girl? Like, would you say this to this little girl? Oh, like, you're fat, you're ugly, you're not good enough. No, you would never say that to a little girl. So why, you would never say that to anyone else, actually. So why are you so mean to yourself? And that's really, the more I did that, the more I realized that it's absolutely absurd what I was telling myself and it was not fair towards myself and I you know like and now looking back I just feel so bad for my body and for everything that it was doing for me and me being so ungrateful so that really that practice really helped me a lot and touching upon uh, the subject of eating disorders I know that you mentioned as well that you have gone through an eating disorder in the past what helped you overcome it? Yeah, I think it was, or many things. My healing really started in 2018. Um, I was like, enough is enough. And like, maybe you experienced this as well. Like, I was restricting so much. I was like, losing my life. Like, food controlled me. Um, My body controlled me. Like, I just was so focused on my body and food. And like, I was like, I need to live life again. Um, And I lost my period as well. So, I was like, this is not good. Like, I want to be a mother one day. I want to have a healthy body as well. That was like my motivation too. So it was like one step at a time. It's been a long process and it's been five years of going through it and healing. And after five years now, I'm finally at a place where my body is stable now. Um, Period is regular, like TMI, but like it's true. And um, so it takes time. But I think it was reading books. Um... One of my favorite books is Mastering Your Inner Mean Girl by Melissa Ambrosini. That helped podcasts. And then actually doing the thing. Like if I see a cookie on the table, when I was first recovering, my automatic response is don't go there. Like don't, 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 or else you'll feel guilty. Like it was unhealthy relationship with food. But to recover, I had to get uncomfortable because that's where the growth happens. So I, I really wanted the cookie. So I was like, Jasmine, you're allowed to have that give yourself permission to have this cookie it's not gonna be the end of the world nothing bad is gonna happen allow yourself to enjoy pleasure so and then I had the cookie and and it's just like one thing at a time facing one thing and accepting weight gain that was another thing to really overcome but it was patience um, being kind to myself shifting self-talk new practices like meditation breath work inner child healing podcast books all these things surrounding myself with lovely people all helped yeah that's beautiful I had a similar experience where I yeah like you said I was just restricting so much to where I was like scared to go out with friends scared to eat anywhere else but my home and just not going out because I was scared that there wouldn't be healthy options or just like being so anorexic orthorexic just every you name it you know and and also I got to a point where I was like 
is this worth it? Like, why am I doing this? Like one day, and the breaking point for me was when I was told that if I continue like this, I won't be able to have children because I lost my period and I was just really skinny. And then I was just like thinking, like you said earlier today, you know, when I'm 80 years old, will this be worth it? Like, will I think, oh, thank God I was like really skinny when I was 16. Like, no, like you're just prioritize yourself, prioritize your health and be healthy and now I I don't care really like I eat for a healthy body not a skinny body you know I try to nourish my body as much as I can but yesterday I ate an ice cream and an ice cream another ice cream for dinner like you know sometimes I just eat two ice creams in a day and I try to get them like instead of sugar to get days like to nourish myself you know to not just like stuff myself with unhealthy things but even when I do feel like that I do it you know but it's not coming from an unhealthy place and I think that is so freeing like I, I used to travel as a model and I used to work as a model and I would travel on long flights to Asia and I remember just being so hungry on the flights because I was restricting so much and now I flew to Bali and I packed this big bag of food and I was like, girl, you're going to have the best flight ever. You're going to have all of those snacks. You can eat whenever you feel like it. you're just going to have that chocolate and it was just so freeing. I literally had tears in my eyes from gratitude that I went on this journey, like you said, and I did recover and I did prioritize myself because it's the best feeling ever to you know feel confident in yourself and to feel so much love for yourself and not judge yourself and just have this like beautiful relationship I don't really know how to describe it better I feel like you're better with describing with words but I hope you guys know what I mean and it's just so worth it so if you're someone there who's struggling with it definitely do what Jasmine said read the book what was it called again mastering your mean girl that was it yeah I definitely have to read that as well and definitely start you know start start doing something something for yourself beautiful yeah it's amazing like you have so much bravery and courage as well to like have overcome that I can totally feel where you came from like same thing anorexia orthorexia and you're glowing now like you are glowing so it's amazing yeah yeah one more question uh I would love to ask you I got many messages about manifestation, about starting manifestation. And just, you know, you have this beautiful lifestyle, uh, beautiful life, beautiful partner, beautiful home. How does one get to where you are? Like, how does one even begin to pave the journey to where you are? Yeah, I would say one step at a time so just focus on one thing don't look too far ahead because that can um, create attachment and also anxiety stress like worried about when is it going to happen when 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 Um, but your job is to just get clear like have clarity on where you want to be maybe you want to live by the beach maybe you want to be in a beautiful relationship and whatever your definition of success is get clear on that Um, speak it out loud tell it to the universe write it down whatever you want to do and take inspired action. Trust in the process. One action at a time, it will build up. And before you know it, your destination will be here. Or not even destination. Like life is a journey, but what you want will come. Like just know it's inevitable. Have so much faith. Trust so much. Like, you know, we have so much faith or we just know that the sun's going to rise tomorrow. Like have that much certainty. Like you're so certain, no shadow of a doubt that your desires are going to come. So let go of the attachment and um, let go of when or how it's going to happen. The universe will decide that. You just take inside action and one thing at a time, one day it will happen. 
I love that you say that because when I started manifesting and I didn't really know what I was doing, I would often get like impatient and I would be like, why isn't it happening now? Like why, like the next day, you know, I'd be like, why isn't it here yet? But now with a few, like with a while of doing this, I realized that it's actually good that there's that gestation t like period from when you want it to when you get it. I feel like it, it's actually good that there's some period of time depends on how long it is it doesn't matter but there's some period of time from when you release it into the universe what you want and when you get it because like you said it's the journey it's not the destination it's what you learn on the way it's how much you grow on the way and you know if when I really said I wanted to act this April if I got my first job the next day that would have been great back then but now looking back you know in the in the few months I learned so much I got an acting coach acting agent I I grew so much as an actress and it's really good that you know I didn't get the role right away so if you're feeling impatient then don't you know like you said have so much certainty that it will happen like like the sun will come out tomorrow like it will happen just focus on like growing I don't know how to properly say but you know just focus on feeling like it's it's coming and don't feel lack or yeah, you know yeah like embodying the version of of yourself who has already received it. it yeah and often I also believe like your certain desires won't manifest when you want it because the universe has something even greater for you it's holding it's not sending it to you straight away because at this moment you're not ready and the universe knows it will send it to you when you are ready when you just keep on growing learning evolving um, like, for example, when I was 18, like, I dreamed of, like, having a boyfriend and all the stuff that, like, you know, we do <laughs> as girls. And and at the time, yeah, I was 18, I was like, I can't wait until after school and I'm going to get a boyfriend and I'm in uni. And But then looking back now when I was 18, I was not ready. I, between 18 and 21, when my boyfriend came into my life, I had to do a lot of work around my attachment around fear of abandonment around relationships a lot of relationship work to do and then because I did so much inner work I then got to a level where like I was in alignment with the conscious partner I wanted to attract mm -hmm. and then my boyfriend came into my life and yeah so I just now looking back like when I was 18 I wasn't ready for a conscious partner mm -hmm. and I know now like the universe is protecting me it's mm -hmm. guiding me that's so beautiful that you say that because until we really release all of our childhood traumas and attachments and stuff, we keep attracting partners that are on the same kind of emotional level. And I definitely had that uh, growing up. You know, I had many different, not many, but like a few different boyfriends who were all the same and emotionally unavailable you know really emotionally immature and I was like why do I keep attracting the same kind of guy and it was then then a light bulb came off and I was like oh because you're not growing you know and you're not kind of exploring that trauma you have from childhood and attachment or whatever it was so yeah I really love that you say that um that you you grow and once you grow into the into the person who you want to ultimately attract they will come so quickly and when you're ready and that's so so beautiful yeah yeah for sure um is there anything like you did in particular to to call in your partner now who is available like going from emotionally unavailable to available is there anything specific you did yeah actually so I went through a breakup last fall and it was 
actually when all of this started for me. So I was like in a really bad place and I was just exploring everything, podcasts, books, and that's when I read The Secret and Thinking Grow Rich and, you know, the basic, the first manifestations books. Uh, and I really went on this journey and I, I've done therapy for many, many years because of my eating disorder, but I didn't really go so deep until last fall and I went for this retreat it's called the learning love retreat it's with these two amazing people called Krish and Amana it's really it's really incredible and there it was a two-week retreat and there I really released so much of my childhood trauma because I uh, I just have like a really bad relationship with my dad you know and that was reflecting itself on my relationship with guys overall because I was just seeking this this type of guy who was emotionally unavailable and was just wanting me for you know sex basically so I was kept attracting that because that's what I knew that's what was was like my emotional home you know that was safe for me to feel and so the two-week retreat that was really uncomfortable because I went through all of the excuse my language but shit that I needed to go through and needed to feel and it was a lot of crying all day crying but I managed to release it and see the patterns that I was doing. Uh, and then I just wrote down the qualities I wanted in a man and the qualities I valued in a partner. And yeah, I just wrote them down and I started visualizing myself with that partner and how that made me feel. Because, for example, a year ago, two years ago, before I did this retreat and before I really released all of those emotions, I mean, I could dream about having such a great partner, such a loving partner, but I wouldn't even feel comfortable in such a relationship because I wouldn't know what to do with myself, you know? Like, I was seeking that sort of emotional unavailableness. I don't know, that's, that's a word. But on some certain level, very subconsciously, it wasn't conscious, but I needed that, if you know what I mean, to fill some sort of hole that was inside of me. And it was like this really codependent circle of, uh, yeah, just toxic relationships. Um, so then when I wrote down the list and I visualized myself with the person and I visualized it feeling incredible and feeling really confident and loved and amazing, he literally came into my life or I came into his life because I came to Bali. He was already here literally just a few weeks later. So that's, that's how quickly it can work and it's incredible and I cannot imagine it any other way. He's really like the perfect man for me and... I think, I think, but it's such a crazy story, you know? How did you meet your boyfriend? Um, it's funny, we were talking about this earlier before the podcast, very similar timeline, isn't it? We both came here in January and then a few weeks later, we had a boyfriend. <laughs> so, in many ways, actually, I feel like we're very similar. Jasmine is actually wearing the same dress I have. It's this beautiful blue dress. We have the same ring and it's just the perfect soul sister here <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and I'm also similar like we went through similar things and I I'd never had a boyfriend before so my current one's my first um that's because I was always attracted to emotionally unavailable guys really? <laughs> yeah before um and last year again last year it was around September I had this like aha like I'm done I'm done being attracted to emotionally unavailable men like I have to see it as a turn-off I cannot keep chasing because I, I also did a bit of therapy and she made me realize that oh it's because I was getting my sense of self-worth from making a guy like me like if I chase someone unavailable and I make them finally like me ah then I'm worthy like that was my 
brain that was my thought pattern so I started seeing emotional unavailability unavailability as a turnoff I so like even with one guy before I just stopped communication and that was so empowering for me like for once I've stopped chasing and I was like I'm just gonna work on myself like live my best life like my king is waiting for me like he can't wait to love me and I can't wait to meet my king and he's out there so I'm not gonna settle for less I continue to do inner child healing so similar to you and then and then like when I really let go of attachment and I just put it out there I wrote a whole list of my soulmate like even how he looks like blue eyes brown hair literally really? he then came into my life blue eyes brown hair <laughs> yeah yeah so it's yeah really like when you do the inner work to shift your patterns you become aware and shift it amazing things will happen that's so beautiful. I, I have so many more things I would like to talk to you about. So we'll definitely have to do a part two one day, but I just don't want to make this podcast, you know, too long. So just uh, to end, can you just tell everyone where they can find you and where they can connect with you? Sure. So you can find me on Instagram at jazzlipska or my website jasminelipska.com or my YouTube jasminelipska can find me there (laughs) this beautiful disney princess jasmine (laughs) thank you so much for coming thank you so much for being on this podcast you're actually the first person i'm interviewing on my glow podcast so thank you so much i feel so much gratitude to you and to the universe for making this happen because we almost didn't even come to bali you know like i told you before we almost came to mexico so it's so perfect that it worked out and we're meeting each other and we're doing this together and i hope this podcast episode brought you a lot of value a lot of things you can think about and of course if you have any questions you can feel free to message me on my instagram at mariana bekova or at jazz lipska and we'll make sure to respond to you and yeah thank you so so much for listening i hope you have a wonderful wonderful day and i'll see you next time bye guys Thank you for listening to the Glow Podcast. If you enjoyed it, then please don't forget to leave a review and share it with a friend that you think might benefit from listening to this episode. Have a beautiful, beautiful day and I'll see you in the next episode.